Welcome everyone to another solo episode of the One Up Fuller podcast. I am your host, Morgan J. Ingram. And on these solo episodes, you know, we like to have some little fun here, a little recap on what we talked about in the last episode. So hopefully y'all got a chance to listen to Jackie Harame's episode 29. Look, if you listen to it, you know what I was talking You know what I was talking about. She is a great person to come on the podcast, gives a lot of great insight and is no nonsense, but also gives survival nuggets that we can use in our lives. And the three main things that she talked about uh, within that episode that I'm going to quickly recap. If you didn't get a chance to listen to it, uh, please go listen to last week's episode. Uh, It will definitely tie into what I'm going to talk about today. So one, we talked about sleep. So as we all know, uh, we got to get some sleep out here Two, on journaling. So journaling your high performance habits, uh, journaling things, what you're doing well, what you're not doing well. She talked about that. And then number three was introspection over committing and really talking about how to live a limit over committing and things you could do to be better. I do have three things on that that will be able to be helpful for you all. But those are the things that we talked about on that episode. And as always, if you're finding value from this podcast, feel free to reach out to me directly. Let me know your feedback. Also, feel free to give it some love. Uh, we like to see that five-star review love uh, if you are finding some value from what we've been talking about. Real quick, I want to show some love to one of our sponsors, Lesson Lee, and my guy, Kyle Lacey over there. It's a powerful yet simple readiness and training software for high growth sales teams. And as we all know, it's a virtual environment. So it's really important to have the remote teams on the same page so they can deliver amazing experiences to the customers and prospects. And I love their motto, by the way, do better work, check them out. They're helping major brands like HelloFresh, Goodwill, Birchbox, and Thrive Market do success. And a lot of their clients are saying that their software gives them a lot more confidence in the way that they onboard their new reps and their existing reps. That's massive. So if you're in the market for it, check them out. Easy to use, easy to adopt. It's Lessonly.com. So it's L-E-S-S-O-N-L-Y.com. And you can also click the link in the show notes to get there as well. So, you know, throughout the last episode, one thing that we doubled down on, I kind of tripled down on, was how to limit yourself from overcommitting. Just based on society, Instagram, Facebook at one point, I mean, it's still there, right? But Facebook at one point, you look, you're on LinkedIn and you see all these people doing great stuff. So you get nervous, you have anxiety, and you feel like you need to overcommit to reach those people because you're like, all right, well, you know, if all these people are doing this amazing stuff, you know, I need to go out there and go do it for me too, right? You start getting a little weird about it, understandably so, because we want to have that success like other people do. We want to live that lifestyle where they're doing amazing things. However, in order to get there, we know we have to put in work, but sometimes I think we overwork ourselves. You know, I'm you know, can be in that category and I will overcommit to things because I don't like disappointing people and I also want to hit my goals. So I take meetings that maybe I shouldn't take. I accept certain engagements that I know I shouldn't accept because I know if I would have vetted them out a little bit further, they would have been not something that I would align with during this time in my career. Not to say they're not 
not they're bad or something like that. They just don't align with what I'm looking to do as of today. So that's what Jackie talked a lot about is, hey, look, there's a lot of things that get thrown her way, but she's like, some of these things don't align with what she's looking to do today, like right now. So these are things that everyone that's listening in needs to be mindful of is, are you taking a hard look at yourself being like, should I really be doing that call? Should I really be doing that engagement? Should I really be having this group of friends? Is this the right company mentor for me? I believe we don't have those conversations enough with ourselves. We don't do it enough. And that's one thing. I'll just take a quick break, right? I'll pause here. And I want you to be like, okay, am I doing the things that I know I should be doing right now? Or am I maybe overcommitting, overtasking myself because I feel like I have to? I don't want anyone here listening in to feel like they have to do something. I want you to feel like you want to do it, but I want to. I don't want you to feel like you have to do it. So that's what goes into the introspection piece. Just want you to think: Hey, is this really for me? Is this getting me towards more of my goals, or am I just doing it to do it? And so that's the, one of the bigger takeaways that I got from that last episode. When you listen to it, you'll most likely feel the same way. Just how we could get so caught up in being overachievers and accomplishing our goals that we don't take a minute to be like, hmm, you know what? I need to stop overcommitting to things. And I'm only doing it because I want to look cool. Or I'm only doing it because it make my mom and dad proud. But yes, we want to make our mom and dad proud, but you know in a different way, right? It's just like we're doing it because we have to do it. These are things that we just don't want to do. And again, I don't want you all to get caught up in that trap as well. So introspection. The reason that's important is because we don't want to be doing the same thing over and over again, right? 10, 15, 20 years of overcommitting, and now you're burnt out. Your relationships aren't as good as they could be, and you're annoyed, and you're frustrated. I don't think anybody wants that, right? So now we know that that's a scenario. Okay, you're looking at it being like, okay, Morgan, uh, I did some introspection. I took a minute while I was listening to this podcast. I looked in the mirror, realized at the end of the day that you know I'm not going in the direction that I like to. And I'm overcommitting to things. So now it leads into overcommitting. All right. So what are things that you, or what is overcommitting? Let's talk about that. I mentioned briefly, but let's bring it back again. So basically it's you accepting or doing things that you know you shouldn't be doing, right? So you take 30 minute calls and you know you have other projects that are be happening. You take 15 minute meetings and you shouldn't be doing that. You say, hey, I'm going to go to an event because you think being at the event is cool, but at the end of the day, it really isn't, right? You should be doing other stuff as well. So that that's that's what I'm talking about there is you're overcommitting the things that like you actually shouldn't be doing at the end of the day, and it really isn't necessary for you to do so. You're doing it to either posture or you're doing it because innately you feel like you always have to be doing something, which is a good thing, right? Because that means you have energy and you're a motor. But I also know because I'm speaking to myself on this is that it can actually limit you for where you're looking to go because you're 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 basically trying to people please as many people as possible, and because you feel guilty. So that's what like overcommitting is, and we all in some form or fashion do it in certain ways. For this scenario, it could be I'm gonna bring this up: taking calls that you shouldn't be taking, or going to events you shouldn't be going to. So. There are three things you can do to stop overcommitting. Uh, this is something that I started doing myself. And really, you know, listening to Jackie in the interview, uh, number one, I since listening to her, I've I've always done it in my head, but I've started doing it for myself, is I actually write down the things that I need to be mindful of that I overcommit to. 
So again, there's nothing against anyone. I sometimes can overcommit to taking 30 minute calls with people, but those 30 minute calls of picking the picking of getting my brain picked typically leads into like not a conversation that I want. So, and what I mean, not what I want is it no one comes prepared with the right questions. They ask me what my background is, which you can go find on LinkedIn or any other podcast. Uh, they ask me questions that they could go find pretty quickly on LinkedIn or Google, right? Which is fine. I don't have anything wrong with those questions. I'm just saying if you're going to ask for time, be, be thoughtful. Be someone that's a little bit different. And I don't I don't really ever get that. So I, when I look at my – when I, someone asks me to say, I want to meet for 30 minutes, I don't overcommit to those as much as I used to. I used to take every single one. I'm very mindful of it because I just don't have as much time as I used to. Number two is events. I always try to see what event is this. If it's an event type of event that I've been in before or I know the audience or maybe timing isn't right for it because I have the projects, I'm more comfortable saying no. I, this is Again, this is a little bit hard to do, right? Because when you're l- making the list of all these different things, you're like, oh, whoa, I, <laughs> I overcommit to a lot. And don't get down on yourself. This is completely normal. I had to do this myself, and I realized, like, yeah, there's a lot of things that I need to do better at. Don't, don't freak out on these, all right? Pretty simple. Also, as well, another one that I may overcommit to is delivery on projects. So I might say, hey, I can get that done tomorrow. When in reality, I really can't get done that d- done tomorrow the way that I want to. It probably won't get done till next week, right? So don't overcommit to projects just to overcommit to projects. Be like, yeah, you know what? I could get that done next week. Or I did it today. I said, you know what? I'm not going to be able to get that done till mid-August. Now, could I push really hard and get it done within next week? Sure. However, I might not deliver on that timeline because something could pop up that I need to go do. And there's other things that are on my plate that could take longer. So I want to be able to set realistic expectations with people, which I was like, yeah, let's do mid-August, right? Gives me more time, makes them feel more comfortable if I even deliver earlier than the timeline I gave. So I'm not overcommitting myself. I'm doing what I believe would be right in that scenario. I know, I know. Getting an interruption in the middle of the episode and having an ad pop up in the middle of a great point is the worst. However, I want to show some love to my organization and sponsor, JB Sales. And as many of you know, I started out giving out sales content on a YouTube channel and podcast called the SR Chronicles. And I created the one-up formula to figure out different concepts. However, on a day-to-day basis, I'm still talking about sales. And I am a business professional that happens to give out sales techniques and a sales trainer over at JB Sales. And we train reps for leading companies like Slack, Google, MindBody, Salesforce, and many fast growing companies like that. And what some of you may not know, hot tip, is that you can access our content for yourself with our new on-demand platform. So people are constantly asking me for my sales tips and constantly asking questions from multiple platforms like on Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter, and everything that I talk about is inside of the on-demand platform. And we're seeing crazy results from people all across the board. And people are DMing, telling me, hey, we're, we're scheduling 20x more meetings, 2x on our cold call conversions and using video prospecting to schedule net new meetings into accounts they never were able to. So if you're interested in this, on these incredible results that we're seeing, feel free to check us out. And if you're in sales, and if you're looking to up your sales game, this is for you. 
So check us out, JB Sales On Demand over at ondemand.jbarrels.com. That's ondemand, J-B-A-R-R-O-W-S.com. And per usual, I'll put the link in the show notes. All right, let's get back in the episode. And I think also what we can overcommit to as well is simply helping people for too long. And what I mean by that is there could be people who pick our brain for 30 minutes, but then they keep coming back, asking for 30 minutes, asking for an hour. And at the end of the day, look, I'm here to help. But at the same time, the hours are taken away is how I make money. <laughs> right? So I can't take every single 30 minute call. Now, let's take a step back. If it's a mentee or someone that is paying, that is different, right? But if it's just someone that randomly hit you up to then now they want to ask you all these questions, that could conflict with what you're looking to build, what you're looking to grow. So don't treat it as like, oh man, I'm rejecting people. See it as you're respecting your time. And I've I've done it again. I've been so bad with this. Mentally, I always tell myself I needed to stop overcommitting. However, ever since I wrote it down, it's easy to reference to because you can look at it and be like, does it fall within these categories? Oh, it does. It's a lot easier for me to be like, no, I do not want to do this right now, right? And so that is completely okay for everyone here to do and give yourself grace in doing it. It definitely is a little bit difficult at first. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I definitely have my heart pounding every time. It's like, do, do, I'm like, oh, I don't want to say no. However, you realize when you do it, you're like, I feel a lot better. So number one is create that list of things that you're overcommitting to. Two is asking yourself why. So Jackie said this. She was like, hey, you know, the reason I overcommit is because when I was growing up, we had a lot of other people in the family that would overcommit to things as well. And I felt like because they did this, did that, I should be do that as well. So yeah, growing up is a people you grow up with and the people you're around are gonna definitely dictate the way that you moving the way that you handle things moving forward. So obviously in this scenario, as you all are hearing from me, and if you watched the last episode with Jackie 29, you would have definitely picked this up, is that a lot of the things that she was doing in terms of overcommitting had to do with family members. So, you know, she is getting her pilot license that has to do with her dad, right? So, you know, those are those are key things. So when you are looking to overcommit to something, uh, typically that could be something around maybe your family was doing it in the past, but you may be doing it for other people. So also comes back to introspection, taking analysis on yourself to be like, well, okay, the reason that I overcommit is because of, my family, and also because of my family, I feel like I have to keep overcommitting to things. That's obviously not what you want to do. So you can limit it by acknowledging it every single time that that comes up. And we also talk about writing on lists, but what I also want you all to do is write down the feeling that you have when you are committed to something that you really aren't excited about. So be like, hey, I committed to this, but I'm not really excited. Then you have to ask yourself why. Why did you commit to it? Was it hey, this was a friend, so I felt obligated to do it. A little different than, hey, I committed to this because I just didn't want to tell that person no because I don't want to be a bad person, but also I'm not excited to do this, so why did I commit to it? You see what I'm saying? So it's better to say no and deal with those feelings of, you know, I really don't want to do this. That's why. You don't have to say that, but you know what I mean. Versus I'm going to do it, I feel bad about it, and now that energy is going to go to other people. So just take a step back and, and realize that, when you are looking to do something and it's because of someone else, that will cause you to overcommit. 
to things that you don't even really want to do, right? I wrote down the things. Number one is, hey, write down the things that you typically overcommit to. But two is the feeling of overcommitting, right? Because that's a part of it is that we overcommit because of other feelings, not even sometimes us. And we have to eliminate those other factors because at the end of the day, they they matter, right? If it's a family member, sure. But at the same time, like they don't because it's our life. So take ownership of your life and limit your overcommitting. So at least my last point, which is the most important part is, what are you going to say uh, when someone says, hey, I want to meet with you or something like that? So I think everyone has different ways of going about it. In the episode, Jackie was just like, hey, I pretty much just say no <laughs> or or ignore it and move on, which is, a, which is a strategy, right? Sometimes you're just like, hey, I don't even respond to it. Biggest trap that you could have is respond to something, be like, yep, I want to do it. And then you really deep down don't want to do it at all. That is the biggest mistake that you can make. And, I, and I'm pleading for all of you not to do that. I know you don't want people to come at you in a certain way. I know you don't want to feel bad. But I'm just letting you know this is one of the best ways to go about it is to make sure that you're at least addressing it in some way, not ignoring people left and right. Again, you can do it, but my recommendation is to follow up with something like this. I'll say like, hey, as of right now, I have a ton of commits that I've made for the next month, for the next week, and I won't be able to do this. Thanks so much for considering me in this opportunity or for reaching out to me for this call. That's literally all I do. So you can rewind that and, and listen to it again. But basically all it is, I'm saying, hey, look, at the end of the day, I have a lot of commitments that I've made in the past, in the next two months, three months, a month, a week, whatever whatever time frame you want to put it as. I normally say for like the next two or three months. And then I say, however, you know, feel free to fall back on me. I always add this to and to, like if it's a podcast interview and I just can't do it. I might be like, however, reach back out to me in two, three months happy to revisit and then you just leave it at that and that way you know they can follow up when they need to follow up or if there really isn't any opportunity you could say hey you know i have a lot of commitments right now won't be able to do this for quite some time uh thanks so much for considering me you always want to thank people and let them know that you're respecting them and saying hey thanks for considering me because that's a really big deal right they're taking the time to consider you for something and i don't want to like roll my eyes at that I want to acknowledge it and be like, no, thanks for considering me in all this. Like, there's a lot of people that they could have picked and they picked you for whatever it was. So that's what I mean by over committing. Well, that's what I mean on the third piece is tackling the over committing by having some type of answer. I always go with I have a lot of commits and it's not a lie. I have a lot of commits. So that's the answer I typically stick to. You could decide whatever you want to stick to if you want to change that wording. But that's the way that I go about it. Uh, again, I just want to make sure that I'm super upfront. Letting them know I have commitments. I'm not leaving them by the, the wayside, right? I'm literally just saying, hey, I'm just really too busy right now. However, they can reach up at a later time, especially if someone reached out in a very thoughtful way. I may not have time currently, but I may have time in three, four, five, six months to a year, right? Whenever that decides to happen. So that's why it's important for both people on both ends to understand what overcommitting is and be respectful of that. So that's the biggest piece I got out of Jackie's episode. If you did not get a chance to listen to it, Please go listen to last week's episode. It was great. I Again, like I said, I always enjoyed chatting with Jackie. And, you know, each conversation I typically have, I'm like, we need a part two because there's so much. There's so much to unpack there. But if you go listen to that, you'll hear about overcommitting right there in the beginning. 
She tells about her story. She tells about how she looks at it, how she's limiting her over committing. It was very fascinating conversation. That's why the three things I gave y'all, I took notes on it and I started doing it. And I've already noticed the difference in the way I communicate with people and even over communicate with people about where I'm at in terms of over committing because you don't want to face burnout and you don't want to face a situation where you're so annoyed and then it ends up you taking it out on a client, customer, coworker, whatever it is, right? We don't want it to get to that. So make sure that you're taking the time to do some introspection, taking some time to not be over committing to yourself and commit to you that you're going to be great. So as always, if you have any feedback, feel free to drop a note here on Instagram, or you could tag me on Instagram at Morgan J. Ingram and also the at one up from a podcast. I'm more than willing to take to take your story that you share on this episode about your takeaway and I'll share it out to the audience. And as always, y'all one up and we'll see you all soon.